your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And who are this season's top 50 NHL players? Find out on the Locked on NHL podcast. Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the top 50 players as voted on by our local experts across the Locked on NHL network of podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked on NHL podcast on YouTube and turn on your notifications so that you never miss an episode. And all episodes are out now, ranging from the snubs all the way from number 50 to number one. So go check it out, folks. And in today's episode, folks, We'll be just taking a look at what's going on in the Hurricanes organization. Um, you know, you have guys that are starting to arrive back in Raleigh um, and be looking at what this just means, um, you know, heading into the 21-22 season because it's going to be a very interesting season for sure. Um, and... Uh, former guest of the show, Andrew from Kane's Country, put out the first of his three-part uh, article with head coach Rod Brendamore. So we'll be looking at that as well as, again, like I said, just continuing to dive into the state of the Hurricanes right now. Um, so getting on into the first part of this is that, you know, as I mentioned, um, folks are starting to um, come back to Raleigh, you know, from you know, their homes all over the world. Um, you know, Chip Alexander uh, from the News Observer uh, stated today, you know, there was a really good turnout at the Wake Competition Center. Um, you had Seb, uh, Jordan Stahl, Sebastian Ajo, Vincent Trocek, Martin Natchez, Jordan Martinuk, Derek Stepan, Jacob Slave, and Brett Pesci, Tony D'Angelo, Brady Shea, Ian Cole, Frederick Anderson, and Auntie Ranta all here, um, you know, People that weren't spotted were Nito Niederreiter, Tavo Teravine, uh, Kotanyami, and Ethan Bear, and then obviously Andrei Svechkov as well. But we do know he is back in Russia visiting family uh, before he comes back. Um, but yeah, it, it's great to see that we got you know a decent chunk of folks you know back, um, ready to go. Uh, training camp is likely going to be starting here soon. Um, so I imagine you know some of these folks are probably on the way back right now if they're not already on their respective flights um we've known jordan stahl had obviously been back for uh quite a while uh same with uh jacob slavin i know it's made the rounds you know at this point but you know the video of jordan stahl going out on the ice uh with his son henry for the first time um you know you know he's been back for a while jacob slavin has obviously been back for a while as well you know he's posted uh stuff of him at the beach with his wife and daughter. Um, so it's great to see, you know, we're getting a lot of, you know, the guys back um, and ready to go. You knew it was going to happen, but it's nice to see such a large amount of the guys here to begin with, um, rather than just, you know, two or three, you know. Um, it's nice to see, to have a really big chunk. Um, I'm not surprised, you know, in the slightest that our 
the entirety of our leadership group uh, is back. Um, we had Jordan Stahl, Jacob Spladen, Jordan Martinuk, um, and to an extent, Sebastian Ajo as well. He's obviously worn uh, the letter for us before. And, you know, so it's nice to see, you know, those guys already back because, you know, I've said before they're going to have a lot of work cut out for them this year after having so much turnover uh, this offseason. Um you know, which, you know, looking at that list of players there that are um, here, you know, quite a bit of those are the new guys. Uh, so you imagine, you know, they're, you know, obviously, you know, trying to make them feel welcome um, and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, especially with D'Angelo of really just kind of, you know, setting the tone of what's going to be expected you know, of these new guys, um, you know, how they're going to have to carry themselves, um, and, you know, what's expected of them on and off the ice as well, because, you know, an issue that has arose in the past, uh, with guys, especially those from coming, coming from larger markets is that, you know, when they first get here, they tend to kind of ignore the fans, um, you know, because, you know, here uh, the fans have pretty easy access to the players, you know, whether it be at practice facility, uh, PNC Arena, whatever. They can, you know, kind of just wait outside. You know, players, you know, always stop. Um, but, you know, with, you know, guys that have came from large markets, um, you know, I remember when Eric Holler came, you know, from Vegas, you know, he was one took him a little bit, Jake Gardner, the same way, um, you know, some of those guys, it kind of takes them a little bit, and it tends to rub people, uh, the wrong way, um, and, you know, I could definitely see where, especially, you know, these veteran guys, you know, like our leadership group, um, and then you throw in, you know, a guy like Brett Pesci, uh, that has been here for a while as well, uh, of being like, you know, hey, this is how we do things here, um, and, you know, you could see that potentially being something that gets talked about as well. Uh, because, like I said, you know, as a fan, you know, that does so- kind of sometimes rub you the wrong way. Um, when, you know, obviously I, I don't want to come off as, you know, entitled or anything like, oh, you you have to stop or any, you know, stuff like that. But it's, you know, the complete ignoring of the fans uh, that tends to rub people the wrong way, not necessarily stopping for pictures, autographs, conversations, it's, you know, not even acknowledging them, walking by uh, or driving by and not even waving. That's what tends to rub people the wrong way. Um, and, you know, I'd like to think yeah, that these veterans, you know, are telling the people of, you know, hey, this is how we got to do things, you know, when it comes to the fans. And then, again, like I said, what's expected of them on and off of the ice um, because expectations are going to be very uh, high heading into the season. Um, and right after this quick break, uh, we'll be diving into some, not all, just some of my expectations for the Hurricanes in the 21-22 season. It's that time of the year again, folks, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. 
Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 100% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKED ON. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, folks, you know, in the first segment, you know, we were talking, you know, about, you know, guys starting to come back um, and maybe some of the conversations they're having um, and, you know, behind closed doors or whatever, you know, but between themselves. Um, but, you know, you know, I want to give you guys some of my expectations, you know, for the Hurricanes this season. You know, this is going to be something, you know, we dive into you know over several upcoming episodes you know so you know i'm not going to give you all of them right here you know i want you to come back uh and listen again um but you know just diving you know, into the stuff you know we'll get some of the obvious ones out of the way you know obviously i want them to win you know to kind of put it bluntly um and not be the hurricanes that we have had seen, you know, for the a decade of just constant underachieving, um, and just putting a having a poor product, you know, out there on the ice, you know, because now you know they have the talent, um, there, uh, and they've proven to be you know a legitimate playoff contender. Uh, and, you know, I want to see that continue. I don't want them to take a massive step back and uh, just completely miss the mark, uh, which I am very nervous about this season um, because, as I've mentioned, a lot of turnover this offseason. A, a lot of it. You know, we practically rebuilt our entire, almost the entirety of our bottom six. Uh, half of our defense um, and our entire goalie tandem. Uh, so there's a lot of new faces there. And then of course you have there's the off ice stuff too, which we won't get into, but we know what needs to be done there. Uh, but you know, on the ice, it's you know I am fully, fully, fully expecting growing pains this season. Um, because, you know, uh, for the past, you know, few seasons, it's, you know, large majority of the guys are coming back. Uh, so everyone kind of knows how to play with each other, what to expect. Um, you know, everyone's cues, you know, just, they know how to play with each other, like I said. Uh, But now, you know, yeah, you have, you know, like your top six is, your top six is still the same. You still have Slave and Pesci, Shea. Um, you still have those guys, and they obviously know how to play with each other. But everyone else, you know, hey, really, you know, this is new. Um, they're all having to acclimate to play with their new teammates, uh, to play in a new system with a new coach, a new coaching staff. Uh, and, you know, that's going to be 
you know, hard for anyone, you know, regardless, you know, if it's the Hurricanes, you know, if it was the Blue Jackets, if it was uh, the Coyotes, if it was, you know, the Canucks, even if it wasn't hockey, if it was football, basketball, whatever, um, you know, it'd be hard for anyone and everyone would have those growing pains. But, you know, there's so much with the Hurricanes this year that does make me nervous. And because especially now, um, you know, we're back in the Metropolitan Division and the Metro is an absolute bloodbath, you know, year in and year out. It's such a tough division. It's arguably the toughest division in professional hockey. Um, and, you know, for the Hurricanes, you know, they're gonna, they were going to have their work cut out for them anyway, uh, even if they didn't have all that turnover. But now... Um, one thing that I worry about is them, you know, dropping, you know, several games, you know, at the beginning of the season, which I expect, you know, again, like I said, there's growing pains. Yeah. I expect them to not win, you know, a whole bunch. I don't expect them to be, you know, in the number one or two spot of the division. Uh, but I don't want them to get in a hole that they can't get out of, um, because again, the Metro is so freaking tough and there's so many, you know, teams, you know, that have made moves this offseason to, you know, contend uh for the playoffs. Um so, you know, even if it's not uh, you know, a numbered spot, you know, one, two, three or four, you know, you have those wild card spots and you know, I don't want them to get in a spot where they couldn't even get that. You know, obviously, you know, a few years ago, you know, there was the story of, you know, the Hurricanes being in second to last and the Blues being in last, you know, and then going to the playoffs, making those deep runs, and then the Blues winning. So, yeah, it's like it could be done, but, like, that's <coughs> – excuse me, guys. Oh, just getting so heated, you know, talking about this. That's not something that's going to happen – you're in and you're out that's rare for you know just one team to have you know a run or a comeback you know like that um and make the playoffs uh but and you know even then you know it was by the skin of their teeth uh that they even made it so you know you you can't they're banking on a lot of unproven things this season um and you know, like I said, there's going to be the growing pains on ice. And frankly, there's going to be growing pains in the freaking locker room. Uh, because like I said, you know, you have all of those new faces um, and guys having to learn to get along with each other, you know, because, yeah, that kind of stuff is going to go a long way, too. Because if you don't have good chemistry off the ice, you're not going to have good chemistry on the ice. Um, if you're having problems off the ice, again, you're going to have problems on the ice. Uh, yeah, again, yeah, there's D'Angelo and yeah, his history uh, with his teammates. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and yeah, that worries me of causing issues in the locker room. Uh, but yeah, then there's you know just again there's so many moves made because I remember uh, you know a while back you know there was the whole you know my fall plans and the Delta variant you know, uh, trend going on Twitter. You know, I did one of my Ned Jersey, uh, and then, you know, his Red Wings Jersey. I remember freaking Steven Lawrence liked that tweet. Yeah. Yeah. That obviously take that with a grain of salt, uh, because he'd been like, that's funny. 
it could frankly just be hinting at you know a lot of the moves that were made uh this offseason weren't liked by the players um and you know, that Ned move really just stings uh, because yet, like, Dougie, he was an unrestricted free agent. We are kind of bracing ourselves for him not coming back. Uh, and then you got a guy like Brock. He was an unrestricted free agent, okay? Uh, but Ned, you know, he was a restricted free agent. He wasn't asking for a boatload of money like Dougie was. And, you know, this was a guy that the entire freaking team was behind. And you could tell, like, they legitimately meant it, you know, the stuff they were saying about it. It wasn't, you know, just the good PR answers, you know, that uh, professional athletes, you know, sometimes, you know, seem to give. Um, You could tell, like, they were legitimately behind this kid. uh, And the way Rod Burnmore gave him his seal of, approval almost you know during the playoffs of you know you know it was Ned's team um at that point and you figured you know that would carry over um you know the kid was just on fire and then you just gave up on him uh and you know I just don't feel like that set well with a lot of guys in the locker room Uh, again there's a lot of guys that are gone now um but yeah the guys that are left I just don't feel like that set well really and now you have yeah, I've given my criticisms about the new goalie tandem. Uh, so, you know, we'll, you know, leave that, you know, alone now. But now you have to learn to play in t- front of two brand new guys that, you know, yeah, a couple of these guys have played with them before. But, you know, the majority of your team hasn't played with these guys. So it's, you know, you, now you got to learn how to do that as well. Again, in arguably the toughest division in hockey. So it's just, I want this team to not take a big step back, um, which I'm legitimately worried may happen. It's not the fact that they're talentless and they have bad coaching. It's just there's so much new factors at play. I just am worried that they may fall in a hole and not be able to get back out of it. Um, I, you know, liking to be positive, you know, and thinking, okay, yeah, you look at your, you know, the guys, you know, over in Vegas or where, you know, they're saying, you know, the Hurricanes are still one of the top teams in the division, but there's just, or, you know, top teams in the league, I should say, which I'm, by God, I'm hoping is true. But again, there's just so much unknown right now. It really, really worries me. And we'll know more soon uh, come you know, over the next few days uh, when training camp begins, uh, preseason begins. Um, we, yeah, we'll know more and we can yeah, actually see you know, what this team is going to offer us uh, and what it's gonna be looking like uh, because it's a new look hurricanes uh, and we'll see what happens um but yeah as i mentioned you know in the intro uh former guest of the show andrew uh from sb nation's king country you know he has done his uh interview with head coach rod brendamore uh for the third straight year um and yeah this is going to be released in three parts 
uh, and part one was released today. Uh, so right after this quick break, we will dive into what Andrew and uh, Coach Brendan Moore had to say to each other. Does this sound familiar, folks? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another lets you stream your favorite shows, and you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all of the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without all of that hassle, and a great way to finally, finally, finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And trust me, you know, it, it can be definitely it can definitely be a hassle, folks. And that means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of all of that clutter and, frankly, the confusion as well. And get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Now, you longtime listeners, you guys know about all of the greatness that is Built Bar, but... You know, some of you new folks may be asking yourself, what is Built Bar? I've never heard of this thing. Well, one, are you living under a rock? Because Built Bar is freaking awesome. I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, and Built Bar has nine deli- delicious flavors um, that include coconut, cherry barcia, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. And Built Bar is, of course, the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's the protein that tastes like a candy bar. I mean, look at those uh, flavors I just told you about. And my favorite, of course, is the double chocolate, you know, because I love chocolate. Um, And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. They also have uh, limited time flavors that come out in and out of their lineup all the time so you got to keep an eye on that as well and you know regardless of the flavor uh built bars are covered in 100 chocolate are soft and easy to chew and are low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber um and you know a reason i love built bars is you know because you know a lot of times i work weird schedules um and i don't necessarily always have the time to really sit down and take you know a full-on break um and so built bar you know for me you know is really good you know just a quick snack um, you know, and one that isn't, you know, going to be super, super unhealthy, you know, it isn't, you know, going over, uh, and getting some junk food or whatever, you know, it's something that's actually good for you. Um, and then of course, you know, after the gym, you know, love eating me, you know, that double chocolate, uh, built bar there as well. So right now you can go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Folks, betting on the Carolina Hurricanes, National Hockey League, or just sports in general doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. 
Now, folks, it's time to look into former guest of the show, Andrew of SB Nations, Kane's Country, uh, into part one of his three-part uh, yearly sit-down with Carolina Hurricanes coach Rod Brindamore. Yeah, in this part one, yeah, they were, uh, you know, just looking back on last season, um, talking about the busy off-season uh, training camp, and you know, and just all that stuff. Uh, I will say, you know, in part one, you know, it was nothing groundbreaking. Um, you know, I'd say that's obviously not a disrespect to Andrew or anything like that. You know, it's just been, you know, a lot of the answers you would expect, you know, when, you know, asked about last season, you know, uh, Coach Bernard, you know, obviously said it was a great season. They did everything they needed to do in the regular season. Um, and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, so nothing groundbreaking there. Um, yeah, you know, and you know, one thing you know, I did uh like, you know, is you know, when asked, you know, about, you know, overcoming a team like Tampa, you know, the hardest thing to do is uh to win. Um and the Hurricanes, yeah, they've shown that um you know, they can win. It's just that last hurdle. Um and you know, that was something Brendan Moore uh, said as well. You know, it's just getting over uh, that last hurdle. And he did say uh, that he's worried a little bit about all the changes that the Hurricanes made, you know, which, we, you know, I kind of highlighted in the previous uh, segment. You know, I was voicing you know, my concerns and expectations uh, where, you know, there's so much new, new pieces, you know, kind of wonder how that's going to uh, shape up. Um, yeah, then, you know, asked, you know, about the COVID protocols, how they dealt with that. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's, you know, one thing there, um, that's something, you know, we've heard, uh, you know, from hurt from coach Sprindemore and players, you know, across the NHL, NFL, NBA, MLB, you know, we've heard it from everyone, you know, there, as far as dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so, that's you know interesting there um but you know again nothing groundbreaking there um and you know, again a lot of you know big thing for me you know was uh you know again Brandon Moore being nervous about uh the changes that were made um and you know again because you know I'm nervous and if you know your head coach is nervous that makes you a little bit more nervous to be honest uh which may, you know, kind of now that I'm t- telling you this, may explain, you know, why you know, I was getting so heated uh, in that previous segment there. Um, but, you know, then he you know, goes on, you know, to talk about, you know, uh, losing, you know, guys like Dougie Hamilton, Peter Mrazek, Warren Fogel, Brock McGinn. Um, and, you know, that, you know, is kind of how I felt things, you know, went down. A lot of it was just business uh, of, you know, Dougie and Brock, you know, giving, getting offered big money uh, and taking that Dougie especially. Um, you know, so, you know, it's really just business. He did say Warren Fogle that that one, uh, what, that was a tough move. Um, and, you know, I would love, he obviously, uh, Rod Brenmore, you know, has things he can say and can't say. Of course, um, but it'd really be nice to know, you know, his like what he really 
thought you know, about that move because you know he he talked for a while you know about you know that and you know that one oh, you know like again you know he's mentioned you know with the other three guys you know that just being business uh of you know how things go there but you know is Fogel that's one I I'd, I'd really like to know you know what Rod was really thinking because you know yeah it was business with the other guys it it sucks it absolutely sucks but you know again just I'd like to know you know what he thought uh he was not asked about Alex and Delkovich you know in this part at least you know I don't know uh what's what all else was asked um we'll know those I'll know that whenever you guys know when the uh, other parts come out on Wednesday and Friday, uh, but then they you know, went on to talk about you know Jordan Martinook um, bringing him back. But you know a lot of that you know just kind of same things that a lot of people have said already. You know so you know don't want to bore you guys with that or anything like that. But you know it big takeaways for me was that was you know Rod Brindamore you know, kind of being nervous about the changes that have been made uh, because you know that. Like we said, rebuilt almost the entirety of your bottom six, half your defense, and you're you have an entirely new goalie tandem. Um, so him being nervous definitely makes me nervous. Um, but again, it's a lot of unknown factors right now. Uh, we'll have to wait for training camp and uh, preseason, you know, all that stuff to uh, get here. Yeah, you know, before we can really, really try to uh, be making you know fair well. All assumptions are fair, but you guys know what I mean. Uh, really just seeing how this team is going to mesh together. Uh, and, you know, again, like I said, I would like to know what his thoughts on the Fogel trade. And, again, the Ned trade as well. Uh, but, you know, that one, I I don't know if we're going to hear about that one. Because that one, you know, has not been one that's well-liked you know, among the fan bases. And, like I mentioned earlier, may not be well-liked in the locker room. So we will see, uh, you know, what comes out in part two on Wednesday. We will talk about that on Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that does it for this episode, uh, folks. You know, as always, you can follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. And you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. It's football season, so now you get to see all of my tweets about the New England Patriots. Yay. <laughs> uh, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.